0: Hey guys welcome back to our heart surrendered my name is
1: addison and i'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast hi friends my name is sophie and i'm the other co-host of our heart surrendered and today we're continuing our series um for high schoolers but um today we're with jared Schultz. so will you introduce yourself
2: hello my name is jared schultz um i just graduated high school i live in frisco texas not sure i supposed just say that but you know that's fine i'm not worried um but uh yeah, I'm going into ministry next year and I'm super passionate about what the Lord's doing in my generation and, uh, just what all God's is doing in me and around me. And I just want to be a part of whatever God's calling me to do. So,
0: yeah, that is so dope. and um, we are so, so excited to talk about advice for high schoolers today. Um, but first, as we always do, we're going to do some nice icebreakers slash get to know you questions, Um, that I did not do the best job selecting this week. So bear with us here, guys. We're just figuring it out. Our first question is, what did you do in high school just for fun?
2: All righty. So high school, I mean, I played baseball. So that was a big part of like every single day because literally like all the time from morning weight sessions to practice after school to like whenever I had free time going and working out on my own or doing uh, other baseball stuff on my own, that was took up a big chunk of like, my life um and those people I hung out with outside of outside of school uh but then also I got into disc golf a little bit this past year it's like hate on it it, but it's low-key fun not gonna lie it's pretty fun um and I do that with some with some friends so that's kind of a little bit of what I did for fun along with sand volleyball and stuff like that so yeah
1: that's awesome um What I do in high school is I do this podcast for fun. (laughs) Addie and I both talk about how that's all we do. Um, But you said you play disc golf. Um, I don't really know if this counts, but I'm going to count it anyway. This summer, um, a few of my friends and I, we learned how to play this game called Can Jam. And it's with a Frisbee. (laughs) And it's so much fun to play. Uh, If you don't know what it is, go go find Can Jam and play. It's so much fun. I I know enough about
2: Can Jam, man. I know
1: it's so fun i hate it it's awful sophie no you just have to get good at playing it's yeah. not fun if, i cannot like, you, play if you can't throw the frisbee it's not fun but i can throw a frisbee. It.
0: <laughs> i can literally throw a frisbee but i just can't play can jam i can't throw it into like a slot i don't know it's awful um sophie like every time we hang out is like can we play like the jam? and i'm like no um but something i do is um Um, I do this podcast and I do um, like baby CrossFit like every day and it's actually a lot of fun and I will literally talk about it for hours um, so I'm not going to go into it because I will get distracted talking about it Um, and then I also this summer have been playing a lot of spike ball and sand volleyball I'm not very great at either but I do enjoy it unless I like but I'm also competitive so I kind of don't enjoy it at the same time it's a very love-hate relationship because I just want to be the best and then I'm just not it's just how it is but yeah lots of random things um I also scooter a lot on my razor scooter that I bought at Target so some interesting facts about me guys <laughs> glad we went through that one um our next question is what's your favorite Marvel character
2: so I don't know a whole lot about Marvel but Captain America looks pretty cool and he's from America and America's pretty cool so that's about the extent of that. But I think i think I have to go to Captain America on this one. Not really a good reason, but I'm just going with it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I also don't know that much about Marvel, but I did watch WandaVision. Um, one of our friends was like, Sophie, you would love this show. So we watched it together and I really enjoyed it. So Wanda would be my favorite Marvel character. And Addie told me to say that before. So that's my answer.
0: I did tell you to say that. Um, And I love WandaVision. Um, It's a great show, but I guess I'm like the only one that kind of watches Marvel. I don't even watch it that often, but I have to go with Thor as my favorite or Loki. I don't know if you guys have watched Loki like on Disney Channel or not Disney Channel, um, Disney Plus. It's a really good series. highly suggest it. And he's pretty entertaining to say the least. And then our last question is just what is a random song that gets stuck in your head?
2: It's really hard to pick one. But I'm a big country music fan, um, especially like Chris Stapleton and Tyler Childers type music. So I'm just going to go with like anything by them. The song Starting Over by Chris Stapleton, very good song. Nose on the the Grindstone by Tyler Childers, classics. So you can't go wrong with anything by them, in my opinion. So,
1: Okay, this question is kind of hard because um, I can't think of like one specific song, Um, but or I think a song that would get stuck in my head a lot is Break Up in a Small Town because I used to listen to that song a lot, but now I don't listen to that song anymore because it gets stuck in my head all the time. Addie, what about you?
0: I said The Star Spangled Banner because um, it's just like in my head all the time rattling around up there. Um, And it's like so annoying because what is that? Why is The Star Spangled Banner stuck in my head? But then also Would You Go With Me by Josh Turner, but just the melody, like that's the only part I really know. It's a great song. Don't get me wrong, but- that part's just, like, always in my head. Um, but I think that's about it. So and um, we kind of already talked about this, like, what you did in high school. But in general, what was your high school experience like?
2: Um, I mean, obviously, like I said before, full of baseball. Uh, I would say I had a really busy um, high school experience. I had, like, a pretty large friend group. So we were always, like, hanging out doing something like sand volleyball or spike ball, like you said earlier. Um, so doing stuff like that. But I also took a lot of like difficult classes in high school. So there was definitely a, a struggle to balance academics, but also school, also leadership with God. So it was like a, a cool little, I guess, game to play of like, OK, which one am I like prioritizing over the other one right now? But then also friends. So it's like you want to have meaningful connections in high school because you can't get that back. Um, so I kind of had a big balance of trying to balance a different things on my plate Um, along with some umpiring stuff I do on the side so I kind of had to balance all that but that's overall it was like a it was a great time Um, I enjoyed high school I'm glad to be out I'm glad to do something bigger and better Um, but yeah it was kind of just a big busy time of trying to balance a bunch of different tough things on my plate so
1: yeah that's awesome I definitely agree with you I think that especially like, um, this past year, which was junior year for Addy and I, it was really hard to balance everything. And that's, um, something that I feel like a lot of high schoolers can relate to. Um, I know I definitely can.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, especially like going into freshman year, I didn't realize that I was going to have like a million things happening at once. Um, And especially junior year specifically, I literally would have to like schedule out every minute of my day, including like what time I was driving from until when, because I just, I would work out, I would go to class, I would go to work, I'd come home, I'd do homework, all the things. Um, And it was like incredibly difficult. And I never really expected that because I was like, oh, high school, especially in the media is portrayed as something that's just like fun. Like you don't really see the hard parts of high school, I would say um but it is like incredibly fun um if you have like a solid group of friends which like jared this so which you sound like you had it you had in high school um <laughs> so he's laughing at me for that that was <laughs> painful um but sounds like you had um it was a lot of i think it'd be a lot of fun just to be a kid and like actually enjoy the high school part of high school um our next question is just um in like general what advice do you have for incoming freshmen about high school
2: Alrighty. Um, so like advice going into high school, I think just the number, like number one overall thing I wish I knew going in is that like the opinions of others should not affect who you are and who you like become and what your values are. Um, Cause I think it's really, really common, especially as a freshman or sophomore to put other people's opinions above what you know is right and wrong or to put like trying to fit in with, with the cool group of people above like the people who really truly care about you because it's like it's so easy to fall into the trap of like oh these people are super dope these are like the athletes or these are the people that have the most followers These people that have the most popularity it's easy to chase after them and try to become friends with them but in reality a lot of times those people end up being the worst friends um so like when it comes to friends obviously like Seeking the Lord and like asking Him to provide you with a community of friends that not only glorify Him but friends that also you can trust and you can like rely on day after day, Um, because a lot of friends, a lot of people in high school will just use you. Though they'll like try to just hang out with you until they have a better option, then they'll leave you abandoned. Um, So like basically, that's the number one piece of advice: is just to not let the opinions of others and like, and what they have to say about you or think about you get to you. Cause if you let that get to you, it's going to like mess up your self-worth. You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel like worthless. You're going to feel like you have nothing going for you, but if you can get over what people have to say and you can find your identity in Christ, you can find a group of people that celebrate you for who you are. That's the biggest thing is like, you don't want to fake your identity to hang out with somebody. Cause if you fake it, you never get to like actually be yourself and, That's not, I mean, that's not what God has called you to do. That's also just not a good way to live your life. If you live every single day trying to like fit in with people who don't truly care about you for who you really are, that's just a terrible place to live. Like, it's just not satisfying. It's not glorifying to anything and you're never going to feel satisfied. You're going to feel like you got to put this mask on just to go and hang out with your friends who should love you for who you are. Uh, But also just like, you don't have to, be be afraid of what people have to say because like as you get as you go along in high school it really doesn't matter and once you graduate it doesn't matter even more because like I graduated this past year and it's like who cares what these people had to think about me I'm going on running my own race and a lot of times the people that were like tip-top in high school and had all the things going for them, everyone thought they were so cool end up dropping out of college or they end up at 25 and still haven't like left the house you know Um, not to like make fun of that or anything, but like to a point, it's like, go run your race, go where God's calling you to do. And don't let anybody like make fun of you for that, or don't let any of that get to you. Um, But then on a second note, um, just focus on people and focus on their soul and their eternity. I think if you ask any Christian who's like passionate about God and evangelism, they would tell you they wish they talked to more people about Jesus in high school, because like, when else in your life are you gonna be surrounded by that many people of your same age for that long? Um, And like, that's like, high school is like one of the best mission fields you'll ever be a part of. And so it's like, we would be foolish to not use that to try to win over souls. Um, Because a lot of times I find myself trying to like fit in with people or try to like say what they want you to say. When in reality, you should be trying to go after their soul and trying to actually make an impact on them because what's really going to be left when you leave high school is it going to be oh that dude jared was so cool or it's like oh man god really used jared to touch me god like that perspective really stuck with me and now i live my life differently because of that person so you want to be that person that people remember not because they were good but remember because god was good through them um i think that's a big thing that I think every person later on in life can look back and be like, man, I took high school for granted. I took those connections, that community for granted. And I wish that I used that to actually make an impact on the kingdom because that's what really matters. Like having having like temporary like satisfaction with people, temporary satisfaction by like having the most people that like you and people think you're cool. It's dope. But then you walk across that stage and none of it matters. So just really go out to people that love you and care about you. Pray for people to that that would really love you for who you are, and never fake yourself, and always put God first above it all. So,
1: yeah, definitely. I think that that is some amazing advice for incoming freshmen. I think that something that I got caught up in um, when I entered high school was like the amount of friends that I had, or like the amount of fr- people that like knew me in high school. Um, but the reality is. Um, like the friends that I still have today, um, aren't the ones that I was like chasing after, like just because they were popular, but they were the ones who like genuinely cared about me and wanted to be my friend and talk to me and hang out with me. Um, so I think that's really great advice.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, especially like the first piece of advice that you gave reminded me of Romans 12 and um, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing perfect will. Um, I just had to write a college essay about that. And I was like, this is literally just like my advice for high schoolers because I, even in middle school, I mean, like I was just a mess. And I constantly, like if you've listened to my testimony for listeners who just, Listen to the testimony series. Um, we I like talked a lot about how I found my identity and like literally anything other than Christ for like a majority of freshman and sophomore year and how it just like constantly failed me and I was constantly let down, um whether it be by friends or by sports or by anything, um but like what who you surround you with whoa who you surround yourself with and what you spend time doing is ultimately like your biggest mission field I'm in band and I'm a drum major and I like really struggled with it because it's just like a really hard thing to do and I didn't expect that I wanted it to be easy but once I started looking at band as just like a mission field and it just being like the biggest mission field in the world where people need to be led with love and like led by a leader who reflects Christ. Like it completely changed the game. Now it's like, I look forward to being there because it's like, I want to be able to lead these people to people to God who like completely changed my life and who quite literally saved me from death. So I just think like all freshmen, all any grade actually just needs to hear that. Like wherever you are, you are there with a purpose and a reason, and you should use that to fulfill God's mission, um, which is ultimately just to lead others to him um, and grow the kingdom. But we're going to be right back to the show. But first, hold up. It's time for a commercial break. Make sure you guys are following our Instagram out a faith podcast. We um, just have a lot of fun over there. It's a good time. Um, sometimes we post bloopers. Sometimes we don't. It's Okay. That's a lot of fun. And then we'll have Jared's um, Instagram handle as well as ours in the show notes, as well as our blog, brokenversusblog.com. And email us at ourheartsurrendered at gmail.com with two S's if you want to talk to us. Leave a rating and review if you so choose. And I think that's about it. Now back to our show. Our next question is just how did you balance your faith in the high demands of high
2: school? I'm going to say something very cliche, and you're going to be like, oh, wow, Jared, how profound is that? But put God first. Like, it sounds so simple. Everyone says it. People put in their bio, God first, bro. God first. Always God, right? Um, But I think it's really easy to say it and not apply it. But like, applicably, like to your life, put God first. God above that girl or guy that you want to have a relationship with. God above your sport, God above your grades, God above that social media app. And I think it's really easy for us to put those things above. And I found in my own life where I want to put everything else in this world above God. But if we could really learn to put God above all those things and go to God first, that's when we can really find satisfaction. It's like, I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily like, like encouraging to like not study and just read your bible but i will say there have been times where i've had like the decision before like a night before a test where it's like man i really need to get in the word it's like man i have a test tomorrow and i will say i've not once ever regretted reading my bible like it's kind of funny that i don't read my bible as much as i should because it's like i've never read my bible and been like you know what I, i wish i didn't do that man I've never like said a prayer and be like, Oh, I wish I didn't pray. But there's so many other decisions I've made where I'm like, I wish I would have done that. I wish I wouldn't have done that type thing. Um, And so like really just surrendering every aspect of God and putting God at the forefront of it all. Cause you can try to mix God into what you're doing in your life. I think that's a big, a very common thing that us in high school do is like, okay, I play baseball And I'm going to wear the cross necklace and we'll pray before the game. We'll mix God into what we're doing. Don't worry, God, we want to, we want to win this game. So we'll make sure we pray before. Right. Um, But I think if we really learn to put God above that and before we show up to the game, spending time in prayer, before we go to, before we even go to school, waking up 15 minutes earlier and sacrificing that sleep for God and watching as how much your life changes, like that's the definition of putting God first putting God, the first thing you do every single morning when you wake up is Jesus time, whether that's getting in the word or just spending time in prayer by yourself in the secret place. For me, that's my freaking closet. Like I will literally just go sit in my closet with me, my Bible, and sometimes a flashlight, sometimes I'll turn my light on, but it just depends. It depends on the mood I'm feeling, you know? It depends on what the spirit's handing out. But just really putting God above everything else it gives you a whole new insight and a whole new outlook on everything and like being able to balance faith and everything else in life can definitely be a challenge. But I will say I've never regretted putting God above something else. Um, And that doesn't mean that God is telling you to quit your sport. It could be, but probably not. Who knows? Um, But there's definitely moments where it's like, oh man, I need to study for this test and test like the study, 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 study. And you just put God on the back burner. You just like put them aside. But it's like, if we can put God first in that, God's gonna supply everything he needs. And I'm not saying not to study, but I will say there've been some times where I didn't study, I read my Bible and some crazy stuff happened. be like, hey, today, you know what? This today's, today's quiz is open note. And I'd be like, my man, Jesus, like praise of the most high. So there's definitely moments like that where it's like God really comes through. I mean, obviously we we know that God never abandons us. God never forsakes us. He's always there. He's never failed. And I have definitely had some moments where I was like, "That man, God, he is he is pretty special," you know. Um, so I mean, obviously, just going back to the to the basis of the, uh, the question, like putting God first and just surrendering everything else to God and letting Him be the one that drives all your decision making letting him be the one that drives all your actions, letting him be the one that drives your thoughts and the people you hang out with and just surrendering it all. Because a lot of times we miss the voice of God because we want to do what we want more than we want to hear what God wants for us. But if we can put God first and ask for his opinion, ask for his guidance over our life and everything that we're doing, I promise you it always works out better. Like nothing in this world, can compare to the joy Jesus gives out. It'll be cool for two seconds or a minute, maybe even a night. You wake up the next morning and it's never going to be worth it. You're going to wake up empty every time, but Jesus will always leave you satisfied. So That is
1: really encouraging. Um, I think that I agree um, about I've never regretted spending time um, in the word. I think something else that I've learned recently is the power of prayer and just like the importance of prayer and talking with God. Um, because um it's really like I think it's easier for me to like get in my Bible and read the word, but it's like harder for me to pray um and like grow my relationship with God in that way. But prayer is super powerful and also God is like a great like friend. Um I think that's something that I never really thought about until recently, like God is always there and he's always with us. He's also like our friend. Um, you should listen to the song old friend by Chris Renzima if you haven't, because that song's really good. Um, and so I think going to the question, balancing your faith in the high demands of high school, um, just like s- taking time out of your day, um, and slowing down to listen, to talk to God and to hear God, um, is really important and something that isn't um, always easy and isn't something that I've like wanted to do but every time I do it like you said I've never regretted it
0: yeah absolutely um I was talking to um our youth minister and our associate youth minister and and they are like I was joking around because they had like I asked them to come work out with me and they were like no we have spiritual awakening today and I was like what are you talking about you have your like spiritual awakening scheduled out and then later in the day they come to join me. And I was like, how's your spiritual awakening or whatever? Um, And they were talking about prayer and just how oftentimes we like think of it as if we're just like updating God on our lives and what happened, but it's like, he knows what has happened in our lives. Like he has planned that out like every single detail um, intentionally. And it's like, I think something about prayer that a lot of people struggle with, including myself is that it's like, we're not updating God. Like he knows what's happening in our lives. It's a space for him to come into our life and intercede and the Holy Spirit interceding on our behalf, but also just to listen to God. And I think a lot of times I am just like, I'm like, here, God, like, here's my prayer. This is everything. And I don't like wait to listen, to hear what God wants to say back to me. Um, and I'm not saying that like, God is going to speak to you every single time audibly or anything like that. And I mean, he can definitely He can, but I'm not saying that's exactly going to happen. Um, and then another thing I just, um, want I say about balancing faith and high demands is just that Um, Being intentional with your time. I like have been in seasons where I'm just like going, going, going from 5 a.m. to 10, 30 p.m. And just like any time that I could to spend with God was like when I did it because it was like I cannot wake up at 445 like 15 minutes early. Like if you can absolutely do it. Start your day with Christ. But it's like what I could do was. Make sure that before 8 a.m. I was listening to worship and before 8 a.m. I had gotten in the word for the day, whether that meant listening to my scripture that I had planned out for the day, like on the way to my gym or whatever it was, and just being intentional. Like a lot of times I'm like, oh, I don't have time, but it's like I spend 15 minutes to 20 minutes driving just to get to school or to work or wherever it is. It's like that's 20 minutes that I could just be listening to the Bible through the Bible app or whatever it is. And So you can absolutely be intentional um, and still remain steadfast in your relationship with God. And ultimately, the more you know him, the more you'll love him. And the more you love him, the more you want to know him. Um, and it'll just be a beautiful, life-giving relationship. And um, I think our just last thing that we're going to wrap up with is what is one bold prayer or hope that you have for the younger generation?
2: I feel like the, the number one thing that I've been praying for a generation for and another one thing that I've been praying for my own heart and it's been convicting me is that our hearts would break for those around us and that our hearts would break for the things that break God's heart. Um, I have shared about this a couple of times online before, uh, but I think it's so powerful to ask God to break your heart for people around you. Because I feel like, especially in high school, we see people who look sad, right? We see people who look depressed or they're sitting alone, who just have their headphones on, they kind of don't look like they don't want to talk to anybody else. Or they just are, or every time you talk to them, there's ugly or nasty to you. Um, But if we really get to the source, the key issue behind it, there's always a story behind the person. There's always more than just what's going on, what you see. Um, So if we can pray that God would break our hearts for them and we physically feel that compassion for that person, that empathy, that's where we can really make a difference in our world. Uh, Cause I know for me, there's so often where I'd see someone and I just be like, why are they like that? Like, why are they just sitting alone? Like, what are they doing? Or like, why don't they just talk? Why don't they just have friends? Right. Those are the thoughts that come to my mind. It's like like prideful thoughts of like me thinking I'm better than them. When in reality, like if we pray for God to break our hearts for those around us, then that gives us compassion and love. Cause like if Jesus sees somebody who's alone and they're listening to the music, or they look sad, they look hurting, or they're just ugly and nasty to them, Jesus is not going to sit there and just like make fun of them. Jesus is going to be the first one to go over there and talk to them. He's going to be the first one to go and pray for them. He's going to be the first person to want to get to know them. Um, And I think another thing is like to just be quick listeners. I know there's a verse in Matthew that talks about being like quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. But I think it's very important to like listen to people because every single person loves to be heard because I think that's the number one thing in our generation we don't do is we're super bad listeners we're super short attention spans so if we can like genuinely care about a person and want to hear their story hear their heart God moves in that and I found that through talking to my coworkers at work um, who don't know Jesus at all just listening to their stories they're like man like why do you care like I've never had someone, they're like, I've never had somebody really care about me or my story. And like, that's, that's a way that we can look different to the world. Um, and like when Book of back to the prayer about like the God would break his heart for things that break his sin breaks God's heart, but also hurting broken people break God's heart. So if we pray that it's basically a prayer that would make us become more like Jesus and make us really compassionate and loving towards those people. Um, I think that's really going to change our generation. Um, but then a second thing is that we would become biblically literate because I think as a whole, our generation is very biblically illiterate the fact that like, we literally, we don't know the Bible. We don't really know what it says. We heard about it in church and we don't know it for ourselves. And it's dangerous. Um, cause there's like a, literally a, a statistic that like only 4% of our of generation Z, which is what we are in truly have a biblical worldview which means that like on key, on key issues and key parts of our salvation, key parts about what the Bible says, only 4% of us truly know the Word of God. Many people say we're Christians, we're Christians, we love Jesus, we go to church, we got the stuff on our bio, We may even make out even may, we may even repost someone something on our story about Jesus, right? But do we really know the Word? And that's something that convicted me a lot because I know for a long time I didn't know the Word. Um, and so I think if we can be praying that our generation, would have broken hearts for things around us. So that would, that would would be our compassion. That'd be like the loving part of Jesus. But then we'd also come to know truth because the whole purpose of, I mean, like a big thing that Jesus did was he balanced truth and love. So if we're able to know the truth, know what it says, then we could be loving because love without any, with love, with no truth, is just flattery. If I were to be like, Oh my gosh, you're the best person ever. You're so great. You're so awesome. But then never tell them the truth. Then what's the point? I'm not actually discipling them. I'm just being their fan. But if I'm just spitting them with truth, but, but then not actually caring about the person, just telling them, Hey, if you don't repent, bro, you're going to hell. Like what kind of, what kind of evangelism is that? Um, so pray, just basically praying that this generation would have broken hearts for things that break God's heart and that we would just become biblically literate and actually know the words. So.
1: Definitely. I definitely agree with that. I think that's super, um, convicting that um, that statistic about worldviews I think that's something that I know I could definitely work on and I know tons of other people like actually just knowing your bible and um, knowing what God's word says Um, because I think especially in high school there's a lot thrown at you and there's a lot of different like opinions and different worldviews and I think if you're not grounded in the bible and know what you believe it's really easy to like sway and get caught up in what other people think yeah
0: 100 percent. i agree um that is for sure a bold prayer um and a dangerous prayer at that um because god does <laughs> fulfill prayers um and asking him to break your heart for what breaks his um like will break your heart um Yeah, I don't really have much to say on that. Um, Jared, can you go ahead and pray us out?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Dear Lord, I just thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. God, I thank you for what you're doing in our generation. God, I just pray that you just do a work in our generation. God, you just spark revival. Uh, Lord, I pray that you just break our hearts for the things that break yours. Break our hearts for our neighbors. Break our hearts for our parents, for our friends, for our family, the people around us that we may not even notice walking by, God. I pray that you just reveal those people to us, God, that you just break our heart for them. Make us really care. Make us compassionate, God. And just give us wisdom and strength to really know your word and dive into it, God. I pray that we would just seek after truth just as much as we seek after other things of the world, God, that we would just seek after you and your presence more than anything else, God, that we would just be, begin to know the Bible, God. And I just pray of our generation that you just do a work. God, that you just move in, in our generation, that you just spark a, a movement, a revival, God, of you and your glory. God, that it would be all about you and not about ourselves, Lord. We love you so much in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and thank you for taking time to come on the podcast. And we wish you all the best um, going into college.
0: Thank you, Jared, for being here. Um, And listeners, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.